Welcome to Outside In, an interview series with First Windows and Doors. I'm Alice Lyons, editor of Homestyle magazine, and today I'm catching up with architect Brendan Gordon, who has given this coastal Mount Monganui home a refresh that sees it fit succinctly with the environment. Hi Brendan, thanks for joining us today. We're here at a home you designed in Mount Monganui. Can you tell us about how the project came about? The clients were moving from a country residence, which was quite large and um, quite significant, and they had always admired or dreamed of living at the beach and this opportunity arose. So it was cool. it was a nice architecturally designed house by a local architect, Dennis Pocock, of the sort of late 80s kind of era. It had a lot of curves and it had some steel out face, curved steel roofs facing, but it was really subdivided into lots of small spaces. So typically we open up a lot of the, those older houses and create nice open living pavilions and link them to outdoor spaces and really create just good connections between the spaces around the house as well as the the interior spaces. Yeah, yeah. So how did the landscape here shape the design? You know, what were some of the environmental factors that had to be considered? We do a lot of work building on the coast and it's a potentially kind of extreme environment. So we're conscious of that in a lot of the material selections and the way that we finish a lot of the details. There's a lot of concealed fixings. There's a lot of, um, yeah, just deliberate moves to make the houses easy to live in because they're less maintenance demanding. And so you worked within the existing footprint of a sort of two-storey dwelling here? Yes, yeah, so it was an existing. The existing house was split level, yeah. so and really the spatial articulation of it was pretty good. It just needed opening up. So the downstairs, we were able to keep in the functionality of the spaces and just give them all a bit of a birthday. Um, but then open up the main living floor and then increase the scale of the garage and increase the the, the, the master bedroom with a nice dressing room and a beautiful bathroom. Yeah, neat. And so the material palette here, you know, really blends succinctly with the surrounding native planting that, you know, drops down to the dunes you know you've got that kind of like warmth of the cedar timber and it's punctuated by the black anodized joinery from first windows and doors can you tell us what other materials feature out on the exterior I think that sums it up that quite nicely. <laughs> yeah but you know I guess well more more to the point is you know you've got quite an angular structure but then the treatment with the material is a bit more sort of organic in the way that you've yeah, we um, the form of the house is a function of what the planning constraints are, and then trying to maximise the light and the view. So, the the roof is pitched in such a way that we can get views from the master suite through the pavilion out to the horizon. So getting those connections and those view shafts is something that we pay a lot of attention to. So moving around the house, there are always those view shafts, those little connections, those those moments that, that, that are important to create. Like that's why the front door is... is clear glass rather than a solid front door because yeah. it's private but you get those nice little snapshots and that big skylight over is to get as much natural light into the house as we can so even though you've come in you've gone through that sort of threshold of the entrance you you really it pops back open again with all that abundance of natural light yeah well I, and I really like that sort of contrast where from the street you know the 
the house is actually a bit of a bit of a mystery. That, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's it. It doesn't really tell you much, and that's mm. part of. And a little bit of that is a nod to the original house that was here. Sure. It, it had um, that generosity to the street, that big setback, and that and that sort of didn't really tell you too much. And so, with the new articulation we kind of ran with that a little bit more and then obviously the stone wall has a nice bit of permanence you know the, it's um, got that brutalist feel out there it, it has <laughs> and it sort of it, it grabs the space and it holds the ground and so there's as you come in you almost want to give a little rub as you come past just yeah to, uh, I like those and, haptic details yeah, yeah. and then you and then you tuck into the house and and then as you arrive in the main living pavilion it really opens up to the beach and to the coast and although it is for intents and purposes all intents of quite a public site when you're inside the space it feels quite private and yeah. it feels quite um having that solid because you've introduced that idea of that big solid back wall you have this degree of sort of comfort or this degree of um protection protection yeah, yeah that's a protection yeah so you've got this you know split level floor plan here and you know when you arrive in the interior um at the open plan living area you know it stretches across the front of the building where metro series stacker sliding doors open wide to the coast um, but I like, yeah, I really like how you sort of say there is that kind of push and pull between the privacy and being open. Mm, and it's always a juggle and there are different techniques and ways of being able to, you obviously want to get as much aperture as you can and yes. natural light and natural ventilation, but you do have to just sort of pay a lot of attention to the context in mm. terms of who's where and the more that you can just articulate those view shafts and sight lines so that you, you're not feeling like you're looked at, but... Um, well, as you can see here from the coast, you get that massive, you get all the way from the mount down to Makatu Point. It's kind of nice yeah. to have the whole um, bay. And then also, I guess, you know, by lifting that roof line and then, you know, putting in the custom clear story windows, like you say, it really does. It brings light and eeriness into the space right through the day, which I can imagine is tricky when you have neighbours close by. Yeah, and that's always the trick is to get that light, light, but keep the privacy. And, and it creates a nice natural hierarchy to the space in terms of the kitchen being more hunkered down. Yes. And then the dining is that intermediate traffic space kind of in the middle, but then the lounge has that bigger stud height and that nice sort Open. of openness to it. So it's subtle, but it all kind of works mm. in, 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 as it should. Yeah, especially in that pavilion sort of space, having those transitions helps to create the sort of intimate moments as well as the... Rooms within the big space. Yeah. It's, it's open, but it's actually got rooms, yeah. And how about the, the bedrooms and bathrooms here? Well, you know, there's certainly an element of those feeling light retreat spaces, especially the main bedroom and ensuite. And it's amazing how, as you say, about the split level, that creates those natural separation between public and private spaces. And so the functionality works because there is that physical separation, even though it's not very far between. Yeah. And then, as you say, the, the bedrooms and the bathrooms are very special, and that's a credit to the client, and she had an amazing um, eye for detail and um, just curated the house beautifully, really, in terms of mm. her selection of artworks and furniture and, 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 and just really dressed the house just beautifully, yeah. Yeah, be, being able to kind of dedicate that upstairs zone just to the main suite, you know, means that when you're there, it has a real feeling of openness too. You know, you can, like, transition between dressing room, ensuite, 
bedroom yes. with that free sort of flow without feeling like you have to have it all shut off, which is pretty special. And there are a couple of little subtle things like just keeping the flooring the same, that nice big wide oak um, four-day flooring, the dark big wide boards, having that running through the stairs up through into the bedroom and even into the bathroom and the dressing room and it's, it's subtle but it, it kind of it just links all of the spaces and blurs a lot of those other what are otherwise very strict boundaries yes and I really like just that the sort of consistency of the palette you know you've got just some you know refined finishes like having the brass which is aged off with the patina in the bathrooms really lovely just and those little surprises are nice yes. aren't they they are and, and there's just that as you say Stick to that really kind of minimal palette, just uh, and have and set up that vocabulary and just work within that without introducing. But then having those little surprises is yes. important, yeah. Yeah, as you say with the brass and the little pops here, and even just that treatment with the marble. You know, just having the sort of flat planes of it is quite lovely. There, that you come around the corner and you get there, and then there's you know freestanding bath, and it just yeah. It's a pretty neat spot. <laughs> it's, and it has, as you say, the marble just gives it that little, um, there's an honesty to the materials. That's what I like about the cedar and that's what I like about a lot of the, um, and even the oak with the flooring and things. Is, is it's, it's, although you know, well, there's a lot of white in the house, which yeah. keeps it nice and gallery. And, and so you get some nice light plays with that, with the louvers and things around the outside. The... Um, the, the the honesty of the and and having that organicness of the the random of the of the marble and all of those sorts of things coming through just has a nice textural quality yeah, yeah it, it, well it does sort of blend in nicely without you know you've got that coastal aesthetic here but I think by having some of those darker materials in too just adds mm. a sort of refined elegance to it mm, it sort of extend as you say it's a play without being black and white yeah <laughs> it kind of um, new monochrome yeah yeah exactly yeah and that's where we don't use black like we yeah. actually like a lot of we where we're just off black with some of the deliberately yes um, and that um, play between the matte finishes and the and the shiny gloss, exactly yeah, and yeah. all of those little nuances are really important but it is I mean it does I think it sits nice and contextually with the dunes and the sea grasses and we're able to sort of, as you're coming back to your point about landscaping, is it's nice to sort of blur those boundaries yes. and to extend into the dunes and link to the neighbouring sort of planting. So, it's so with the upstairs living, yeah, I guess it's sort of like while most of the living does happen above the landscape, you know, there's also some really great outdoor spaces here that you can relax in too. Like what were some of the intentions there with the ground floor? And that was part of how it was originally set up. But it is nice, you do get the sea breeze coming in and it is nice to create, to create rooms, exterior rooms, the outside spaces, the space around the house are just as important. Yeah. And so it's nice to create rooms and spaces and uh, you get sea breezes and, and so the, there's a kind of like a barley room, which yeah. is kind of beautiful. Yes. And, um, and there was space for the dog, and a little bit of lawn, which is kind of nice. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, all the tropical plantings, it's now, it's now nice now they've all matured and it's yes and you get that I guess you know when you are sort of you know dealing with the elements on occasion you can hunker down in that you know downstairs outdoor living environment when it is you know Exactly. Facing an easterly or... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're lucky that little bit of rising dune out the front, so it gives us a little bit of protection to afford a garden, you know, whereas otherwise the salt can be um, pretty punishing. Yes. Yeah, and I do like how that kind of caters to the different times of day here too. 
Yeah, and it's like a lot of the time you are entertaining afternoon and evenings. Yes. And so it's You've got kind the sun of, coming in through the other yeah, side. And, and that, that just picks up that nice afternoon, that last of the sun. And um, on completion, what aspects of the project are you most pleased with here? I think it sits beautifully in the landscape, and that's the important thing. It's context. Yeah. And obviously it functions really, really well, and that's the most important thing is that it's nice to live in. And I think there are enough surprises and there are enough elements of delight that, that it makes it a special place to be. Yes. That, and that's where what architecture should do. Mm. Well, indeed. Oh, well, thanks for sharing the project here, Brendan. It's um, yeah, it's been great to visit and you know see it throughout the day with you. You capture all those special moments, and you know it is really lovely even just to engage with how it looks from the beach or you know inside looking out. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing more about the space. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. To see more from this renovation, visit firstwindows.co.nz.